Hi all, you're listening to a special episode of Pop Sanskriti that is solely dedicated to discussing Game of Thrones. And this week, our guests are itching to give their take on the most epic battle sequence ever filmed, the Battle of Winterfell. But before we go into discussing whether the Battle of Winterfell lived up to its moniker, let me quickly introduce you who we have here. So we have our resident nerd Vakasha. Thanks. That's a good that's a good good way to introduce us. We have uh, Devayan. Badar Morkulis. And we have Mahashunya. That is his Twitter handle that is Chushbol. Balar Dohayels. And we have Maitri and uh, apparently Maitri and I sound similar. So we going to have like say hi Maitri. <laughs> hi Papri. So that's Maitri. And finally I am Papri a uh, self certified otaku. So yeah the battle of interval touted as the longest continuous battle sequence even upping battle of helms deep from the lord of the rings. So how did we like it? Vakash you want to go first? I uh, just the short sum of it is first it didn't surpass helms deep as a battle just didn't manage to do the job. Um second uh, there were some parts which were great and I think we will discuss those for sure. But I think everyone's kind of been left with I think especially after a bit of time it's just realizing that you know this really didn't live up to what I think it needed to how did you find it visually visually so like i mean i know there's been a lot of complaints about the camera thing and i quite liked it i thought there was a lot of good stuff about it. it it made you actually feel claustrophobic and not know what's going on which is what the battle kind of is for most of the protagonists the sequences which really needed to be easy to see the dragon battle the final sequence with the night king I think those were clear enough. So for me, I don't really have a lot of complaints about it visually and what it how it came out. Matthew, you wanted to say, but uh, I kind of disagree with Vakasha here because uh, I think I spent almost two hours watching the one hour episode, mostly because <laughs> I was very like I was like in my mind I was not understanding like who was dying. Is this person really dying or is this person alive or what was happening? Yes, like he said, like the end towards the end it was very clear the uh, dragon fight was clear. But then other than that. i was like i i'm not understanding what is happening so i had to like literally pause go back come forward and i had to do all these But things did it give you the thrills though like you know it's a battle sequence really you know giving you that uh, epic feel i mean what i i mean just to start what i liked about this battle is the fact that it was shot during night time and it reminded me of the battle of blackwater and i feel like a night battle makes it more intense because it makes it more unpredictable and you don't know who's coming from where as opposed to the battle during the day which is say the battle of the bastards so in that sense i enjoyed it but i mean i can understand the limitations that a night battle would bring forward and i think that that's what a lot of the complaints that people had about not being able to see stems yeah, from so but um, it sort of was trying to convey that these people who were fighting in the battle were also probably having a tough time but my question was you know like when when there's so much chaos like i'm sure people would end up by mistake killing people on their own side <laughs> how do you end up killing the enemy each time well the internet But meme right now is that you know we have to thank the dragons because they lit up the scene for us a little bit no. so we could see But, i think like okay first of all when it comes to the visuals i just like 
I a little bit of uh, like tweaking around the contrast and the brightness just fixes it. As a video editor in the mind speaking, I think yeah. like I could have fixed this. No, no, because I I actually did that on my laptop. So because for the first ten minutes I was like, okay, I can't see shit. I th- I thought that I'm probably too sleepy for this, but then I I just went on to my settings and I changed uh, I uh, I kicked up the con- contrast a bit and uh, the brightness a bit and it was fine. There is actually a version on YouTube out now with <laughs> it's a brightly lit version to help us fans. Uh, first of all, I was slightly disappointed with the episode. Even at the start, like when the episode was about to start, the energy and the intensity was really great, and I was like, okay, people are gonna yeah, die, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then nobody died. Okay, yeah. we shall come back. that yes. but again another very disappointing scene out of this all was the dance of the dragon scene and i'm like okay you have two three dragons facing off against one another and i have not seen a more dull battle more dull dragon battle than I this i would disagree here because i honestly felt that moment when you know they were like going at each other like grabbing each other's neck and biting i kind of felt like yeah oh my god this I is mean, happening I, i think uh it's what i mean it's not going to be a, a carefully choreographed like happy like little dance you'll peck one dragon peck the other and then you'll slap him with a wind that's how it's going to work it is going to be chaotic and crazy and you look at when they initially they're just sort of tumbling around when john and uh, yeah. when regal and veserian are fighting and then you realize when- how they- Kind of like, kind of crashed into each other. Yeah, I mean that that that's there's there's a moment when Generis Don. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, but that's again, I think that's that's good. That's realistic. Yeah, I love the chaos. Okay, I love and, the chaos. And again, I, even even with when the three are fighting, and then that's that's again. I mean that is how this kind of thing would go. I, I think. I, I probably just expected a little more. I guess. I think in terms of duration, because like this is something that we've been anticipating for a really long time, and then it was like a very small portion. I wanted the episode to be split, the battle to be split in two different episodes, and maybe get a bit of King's Land. Like the whole thing kind of happened in a rush for me. Yes, I left. I after the episode was done, I did not really have many takeaways. I'm like, I like how I left Endgame feeling so empty <laughs> or emotional. Okay, but it, after this one, I was like, I. I left feeling nothing. Do not spoil it for me, I guys. Think, I think that was because like a lot of people didn't die. Like yeah, exactly. They were almost going to die, and then they and never like, ended up dying. What is happening? People need to die. This is not Game of Thrones. This we, is like some Bollywood serial. And, and the, the, the thing was because Sapochnik, the director, actually made us feel scared for people's lives yeah, at various exactly. moments, and then they somehow are surviving these crazy odds. Just like they cheapen it, actually cheapens the whole thing, right? Exactly. Because it feels at the stakes. We will are, come to that, but first of all, I want to know what all issues you have with the battle strategy. Okay. I mean, both sides. Both sides have basically. I don't know what their idea is. The first thing is, but let let's begin with the really dumb ones here. Who are the armies of John and Daenerys? You have the finest cavalry force in all of Westeros, all of Essos, and you throw it away at the beginning for nothing. nothing. Why would you do? Why would you do that? At the end, remember the the whites are like basically they, most of them are barely strung together by someone to this thing. Hmm. A, a good cavalry charge will wipe them out. But you but when they're sort of coming in that horde. You can't face them, so all you have to do is keep your cavalry hidden in the wings. Once the whites have sort of committed themselves yeah, into a fight, you sweep them the up side. from the sides and or from behind, and you won the battle against and the whites. And it's like you know, you have the, uh, a horde of Dothraki with flaming weapons. Yes, and do you know how Benioff and Weiss have justified this? They're like, "Oh, we wanted people to think there's some hope that they could win. That you know, obviously, all oh, the cavalry are going to win, and then it's and then actually make you feel no, it's not going. That's not." You know, I was also equally stumped by this, when absolutely ridiculous move. But then I felt that because they their swords suddenly got lit up, you know, gave them the sudden burst of enthusiasm and 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 overconfidence, perhaps. So Melisandre's first move was a good move. 
but maybe it gave them a false I mean, sense of confidence that they could charge she just said yeah. here i'm giving you the ability to fight That's yeah, yeah exactly. but then again talking about melisandre what do you guys would have happened if she was in there because she turned out to be the most valuable player in their strategy exactly. and that's again the whole thing that, that wasn't part of their strategy that, they had no clue she was turning and even like when she lit up the trenches okay because the dragons were nowhere to be found Okay, yeah. and it was Melisandre who actually lit it. That's it. The, 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 without the trench, the whole battle's finished. Yeah, and they didn't have a backup to light the. Yeah. At this point, on we're probably going to be giving out more major spoilers. Yeah, so if you haven't idea. caught up with it, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll put a spoiler alert at the beginning, at the beginning of it. Oops. Sorry. So I'm just. I mean, so they had no. The, the unsullied are wasted. The yeah. catapults are wasted. The 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 knights. They had knights of the Vale who all had horses. Last yeah, we saw. Exactly. What happened to them? What, what, what happened are, to their horses? Where are the horses? Yeah. Horses. And where is Ghost? No, no. Ghost is alive. Ghost. Um, <laughs> ghost, ghost is, is alive. Rats. I saw in the. Okay, great. Yeah, it's debatable. It's debatable. Just to add one more point to the military strategy part. The other question is like both John and Denard is flying deep into the heart of. um uh, the white walker part of the battlefield how wise was that move or did both of them have to fly in together whereas one could have stayed back and one goes in if the idea was to get the uh, night king out of his position and get him out to yeah. bring him where they wanted him to and knowing that john i mean we have to assume that john is not an expert at flying dragons i don't know how qui- how 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 quick the learning curve is i think they explained it in a later interview which happened uh, the bts interview which comes out but, but you don't expect the audience to watch to, interviews no, yeah. Yeah. yeah he was an army it. officer then he became an air force pilot <laughs> <laughs> you know the takeaway was that dani uh, seeing the dothraki horde disappear like that was emotionally moved and she charged into it no, and that was not the plan fine what was the point of john, john flying out but then plot wise i just felt like there are uh, still a lot of loose ends that like they did not tie at all like for example even now we don't know like about the night king like what yes. was his relationship with bran like mm. we are not yes. less sure is about is he a targaryen and is also he, like yes. why did like i was uh, speaking to papri about this earlier so when um, daenerys says dracaris and he's like yeah, yeah. lit up Why did he survive? What is the reason behind it? And then, when a Valerian steel touches him, he dies. I mean, so can like, I just take a moment to mention how, like, uh, he smiles? Oh God, Papri! I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's he's so confident that. But I mean, again, now the problem is again in an interview later they've explained. Oh yeah, actually, the Night King is pretty much uh, untouchable anywhere except in a Godswood, which was why Bran. Now the thing is, this is all so post-facto. Like again, I'm hoping at least they put this into the next episode that Bran explains. This is why I was sitting there. This is why it happened. Otherwise, the Night King's death was very underwhelming in some ways because you, not just him, but everybody else surviving that near-death situation where you kind of expected yeah, them to. It was not. Really but so the thing is, if this is. properly explained in the show maybe it's fine but basically this is the reason that that god that he can only be killed in a godswood and particularly that godswood because that was the godswood that seems where he was created <laughs> but why we never heard this in the show i don't know but, but speaking of death uh, uh which were the most badass ones that you think my favorite will be dondarian oh man that guy really proved himself and okay a second would be liana's uh, moment oh, oh can we please talk sh- about yes, that yes yes i mean uh But one thing that I want to clarify: Does she kill one one, or you were saying that it's not one one? I don't think it's one one. She kills a giant. She she kills a giant because I mean she stabs that giant if it's one one in the eye, and even when one one died in the previous battle, he was again shot in the eye. So I thought maybe that similarity was like a parallel. 
to show that it was Woon I mean, Woon who was resurrected. I mean, you could make the argument because it didn't have a blue eye in its right eye, which is where Woon Woon was killed, right? With the arrows through his right eye. Yeah. So mm-hmm. potentially, I'm just saying it would again be, this would be yet another mistake on John and all's part because they knew Woon Woon could be resurrected and they didn't burn his body, then they're even more stupid yeah. than I thought That's they are. Even more. But, oh my God. Like Liana Mormont was the saving grace. And when I rewatched it, I realized just how important that was again because yeah. they actually were doing perfectly fine in the courtyard because they set up those obstacles and things, and they were doing perfectly fine till the giant comes in and basically smashes exactly. all of that. So they would have been screwed even worse if the giant had kept going in, you know. So exactly, it wasn't even so. She, it was just oh, let's give her a cool way to go out. She saves the battle yep. inside the courtyard by that. And the I, women of Thrones definitely like mostly had their wits about themselves in 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 this battlefield. From right. what I see, you want to. Go at it. Yeah, starting with Liana, I think I think uh, a lot of them would see her as the true queen of the north because she's always like stood up for like she's for her. I think the north came before like everybody else, every other place, and uh, even like you see when uh, we finally see Daenerys fighting though. Yeah, that was a point too because uh, not just Daenerys and even that. Uh, let's not go. To, I think Arya would be a separate. Topic or well, go ahead, go ahead. Why not? Like, but then I think I was so happy to see that it was neither John nor Daenerys to actually <laughs> kill the Night King, and it was Arya because I think she deserved it. She's been training for this yeah. for the yeah. last seven uh, episode uh, for the last seven seasons. There was one entire season dedicated to it, guys. So finally, we got our worth that the worth out of it. And I also read about how each each and every season has been about keeping Arya alive. Yeah. So like, it's it's. It's you know kind of like a fitting tribute to Arya, like I would call it, because I think she's one of the bravest women in the series. So Night King's dead. What, also, visually, how did you guys enjoy it? Like, I was like, come on, that, there was so much hype built around the Night King. He deserved a better death. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Ha! Huh, it's like so much thing, and that dude has a dragon. I am actually missing Night King. Also, he got stabbed. <laughs> also, when Arya was charging at him, what were the other like people doing? Like, what were the dead dead yeah, guys? So there, the like, theory what? is that like she had changed herself as you know, uh, has oh, masked herself as one of them and walked into that scene waiting. So the Night King fell for that. I thought that That's a, he was, doesn't. He's no, a, he, he realizes. Moves, the other ones do. No, even the other... I think the thing was, it was just Arya used her assassin training to yeah. sneak through. It's and it, by the time they realized... Because one white... You see one white walker kind yes. of starts... But by the time he's realized it, it's too late because... She, I mean, this is what she's supposed to be great at, right? Exactly. Like, she knows what she's and doing. And she has been dealing with it very nicely. She was dealing... Even that scene inside the castle where she's, you know, still really walking past the uh, the whites and making her way through it. I think that was Those one of the most tense elements. I think... See, the thing was, it's in a sense, it's it's again standard. It's what Game of Thrones is good at. It's subverting expectation. Like, everyone is expecting it to be John or Danny because they're like, yeah. or Danny because they're like, oh, this is the pre- the prophecy, the Azor Azor high, all of that is supposed to happen. But that's really, and then it just completely subverted all also of that. Also right? about Jon Snow being the prince and yeah, and you just said, you know, all of that's fine and cool. You have fun with your prophecies, but none of that matters. So to actually kill, you need the one who's got the most experience. Also, they kind of lead you. To it, like they lead you to believing that John is the one who's going to oh, kill yeah, the Night King because he's yeah. all, he's going behind, he's creepily going behind until he gives up and literally screams at the Ice Dragon. I, that's just John is just so <laughs> at times. I I, I feel like they person. wasted John's potential in this whole episode. I think John Gendry 
Gendry was fighting yeah. though. No, but Gendry. Gendry is one of the few people alive on that big mound of dead people. But yeah. you hardly saw Gendry. Exactly, right? like there's so much of like. Oh yeah, guess who saw a lot of Gendry? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one who saw Aya coming. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Oh, also, just to put it out there, Arya's had a great <laughs> season. No, that's a good one though. Yeah. That is actually real. <laughs> ियन But ghost is alive. I don't ghost. think it is. Like the preview, I did micro zoom on it. I got one right, Jora moment. Yeah, I I oh, knew moment was gonna go, and I a moment in Dondarrion I knew were gonna go. Mm. Those are the ones I call. And Theon actually, I called three of them, but like I thought it would be so many more. Like I was yeah. pretty sure Greymom was gonna cop it. Yeah, and- same. <laughs> How was Jamie Lannister alive? With his one hand gone and fighting hordes and Blood hordes of white walkers. No, Bron has taught Bron taught him well. Exactly, Bron has taught him well. But there are like so many points when you think that he's almost going to die, and even Brienne, for that matter, they just like tease you with it, but then nothing happens. So a lot of counter argument on internet is that uh, you know Game of Thrones are you know pretty much have a bloodlust to see deaths on screen, and that's why they're disappointed. Do you have a counter to that, Shushan? Why are people disappointed that you know Battle of Winterfell did not have enough? deaths in it i guess because those who watched game of thrones are sort of used to this sort of trend that people you get attached to the most end up dying but i feel what they've done the the producers and the directors what they've done here is an extension of that where you know how they make you attached to a character and kill them off similarly they've built this theory about the white walkers being extremely important and the main enemy and you've sort of seen the dothraki army make its way over season after season to this battle and they killed off immediately Basically you know so uh, yeah i think there were many ways in which i felt like the producers were trolling the audiences by say killing of the dothrakis or by not killing the important people in this one or by giving you uh, a battle which was a little anticlimactic in some ways than we had expected based on how it was built up but coming back to the battle why it felt anticlimactic i mean of course that leaves open the possibility that okay fine you may think that it's a uh it's it's a bit of a mystery but what if it's actually part of a bigger plot yeah. point like i mean i guess for me the thing is the only way any of this makes sense and i don't know if this is uh okay, going time to happen so, time for some theories then yeah, i think i think the only way this makes sense is if bran made up all of this he made up the whole he's the one who's brought the walkers out he's done all of it purely to unite the realm purely to get everything in position yeah. where because he realized otherwise the realm was going to tear itself apart and so he's done all of this to make this happen so that John because otherwise John and Daenerys would have been at each other's throats yeah. but he's made sure that they're not uh, but i mean that's just, just such a tenuous theory I mean, but yeah. that's the, yeah. that's the only way it makes sense though because again think about it the night king had no reason to turn up there in person he could have sent any of his whites to kill brand exactly. but he's there he's giving you the opportunity to kill him and kill the entire army in one go in one go and <laughs> he's going in unarmed like you know Like was com- no, he had that sword. He was like completely open. The thing is that probably the Night King brought his entire horde there and everything to to come to basically just die off himself. Like it was a suicide mission to begin with. 
I hope they have an answer for it in the next three episodes, which brings me to what next, man? Oh, we were built, you know, for the last seven seasons, we were building up for this amazing ultimate villain, which is the Night King, mysterious and everything. And the mystery sort of died with him in the last episode and midway, we are midway in the final season. What next? So ultimate villain is Cersei? I feel like we haven't seen the end of the Night King. There has to be more to him than this because there are too many loose ends. Okay. Devan really wants to see Night King back on screen. Because I was disappointed. As <laughs> no, simple as that. I think it's R.I.P. Night King. Like, <laughs> but he's already dead. He's already <laughs> dead. He the fact that he's a Night King was because he couldn't rest in peace. Yeah, so one question I have is, okay, so let's look at this from the perspective of Cersei. She's sitting at King's Landing. She chose not to invest herself in this war. You know, whereas Jamie, Tyrion, all, everyone's there. and But not Cersei. She's sitting there. She then this happens, and then you have a now an extremely depleted army, yeah. and Cersei sitting there full strength. So I mean, essentially, it makes you think whether Cersei is the shrewdest, sharpest mind in Westeros. And don't forget her hand, Kyburn. He's yeah. got some creepy shit up his sleeve. <laughs> so what about uh, Jamie? Is he going to stick with these people, or is he going to? Yeah, go now back we see the band that was you know band of humanity falling apart back to. Uh, their petty fights over the throne. I mean, the thing is, I guess he's always had that, but now he's seen Cersei's willing to, you know, not, even in this face, in the face of this threat, wasn't willing to do anything. I mean, he's gonna. I don't think he'd go back to her. He'll be frank, guys. Have we stopped, like, in some ways, like, stopped looking forward to the next episode? No, I am very much looking. No, forward I am to looking the... forward. I need, I need answers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I'm going to get... The uh, thing is, I think there have to be more answers. There has to be more to this. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get more and more angry, I think. Exactly. Like if, if this is how... If this is... Oh, that was it. There was no reason. There's no nothing further about the Night Kingdom brand. I'm just going to be really angry. Exactly. So, finally, we'll have like a Cersei's army versus Daenerys' army. Are you guys betting on someone? You know, like I have an outside theory, which okay. I have nothing to substantiate with. But because I am, you know, like... I feel I feel a little betrayed about the white the White Walkers and the Night King going out like this after all the hype over all the seasons. Yeah. I feel that in some way Brand will come into the picture and ensure that all these dead people also join them against us. We definitely have a lot more of the Night King to see. I'm I'm betting on it. Also, I am also rooting for a John and Cersei team up. Like John uh, John Snow turning heel, joining Cersei's army. <laughs> Would be fun. I mean, that's the kind of Game of Thrones that I would this like. This is not for your fun, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the show is to be like logically funny. Yeah, the loyalist in me would want to put money on the Starks. <laughs> like, I mean, the Starks have had a great what, weekend. No, no. Arya Stark. Ah. No, Bakasha. Brand Stark. Bakash. That Brand Stark. <laughs> oh, shit. No, 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 no. I mean, but any of the Starks, any of the Starks, including John. Like, but I feel like something in me tells me that a uh, Stark lover should brace for. Shit too. Happy. Yeah, deaths. shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm kind of like looking for. It, but then, th- th- then again, I was expecting something to happen in this very episode. But then, nobody was like, oh, see, they got it. away. But I uh, <laughs> don't. Don't get too cocky. Uh, I would like the last three episodes to have the essence of Game of Thrones. The essence to like kind of surprise all of us and to like. It know, did that, su- No, not did surprise really. us in a. Yeah, way. but it's not something that made you go like, oh my god! Like I want that. To happen. Yeah. So I so need what? at least like five. I, I need at least five significant deaths in the next episode <laughs> for the show to redeem itself. We are sadistic, aren't we? So, so what? One low key point is that I felt really bad when Jorah died. 
because he was one of my Loki favorite characters. Like not favorite, but somebody I sort of grew to like. So yeah, one second silence for him. Yeah, he died in the <laughs> deep in the Khalisi zone. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, and he's been a good guy throughout. And that's the other thing is, yeah, like that's it's why he was in the it's zone. eerie that none of the main guys died in this extremely significant battle, which either shows that they are incompetent, the White Walkers, or the fact that they're going to die in the coming episodes. So I'm bracing myself. I think just since we've been quite mean to it, I think just if we can just do maybe one quick shot, with a couple of shoutouts for the good things maybe on the episode. One was, I think, the performances by all the actors were quite yeah. fantastic. Most of them don't really get to say very much, but they convey so much, with I think. expression. Especially Grey Worm. Because that point where he takes off his helmet and you can see the fright in him. He did that I really well. a bit of a shout-out should go to all of the cast members for you know, being part of that shoot which went on for 55 nights in cold, harsh weather. So, it, like, whatever they pulled off in those uh, nights and what we see on screen, it's amazing that they went through all of that to give us this moment of entertainment. Okay, guys, so this is a wrap and uh, join us on the next episode where I hope we'll have more things good to talk about than disappointment. <laughs>